Alright, this is Adam, your co-host slash host. This is Justin, your co-host slash host. Welcome back to Flow, Glow, and Grow. It's been a while, guys. <laughs> Glad to be back. Yeah, so uh, just an update. I know it's been a year and, um, you know, life life kind of did its thing. Life kind of took its course. And uh, yeah, we've both been doing our own journey, our own growing, and our own flowing. And we've uh, and come to the goal. conclusion that uh, I think the podcast is going to be here to stay. I think we're going to continue with this thing and we're going to keep pumping out content, keep having dope conversations and hopefully having on more guests. Yeah, that's the plan. So I know like without getting into too much detail, um, we only have really three episodes prior to this one, but we do have a lot of good, like great plans for where we want to take this. Um, but yeah, so I guess the conversation begins with us and, um, so yeah, with, without further ado, this is our podcast. We're starting off with our first topic, which is the concept of anxiety, the concept of anxiety, which on its surface sounds like a really simple thing to, um, to diagnose, to talk about like, oh, you're just anxious, you're restless or whatever. But the interesting thing about anxiety is that so many causes that we don't fully understand and so many like ways it manifests in different people. Like, and I'm drawing from like what I've read about it, people I know, my own experiences with anxiety. It's just a very complicated topic. What interests me about anxiety in particular is that at least how I think what anxiety is, it's just a form of fear. It is, yeah. And I think that's important to distinguish is the difference between f what fear is and what anxiety is. People so, think they're the one and the same. They're really not. In what sense? Because I actually view it as it being kind of the same. What, okay. what, that anxiety is a form of fear. or Yeah, fear. Or no, fear is a, or no, anxiety is a form of fear. Yeah. Um, I mean, you could say that, but I think anxiety... Um, I think anxiety most of the time is like a temporary thing. And I think normally it should be a temporary thing when it becomes like something chronic or something long-term, that's when you develop like a mental health issue or something that's more serious. But anxiety typically is more like a temporary sort of worry or anxiousness. Whereas I think like fear is something like, that's like in the belly of the beast, like something like that you're afraid of. Like people are like, oh, I'm afraid. Like I have like a phobia, like I'm afraid of something like, you know, and it's like really like deep and psychological, I feel like. So do you think that there's some sort of evolutionary existence of anxiety or does is it more just like fear? Um. Well, I think one thing that I, I've learned myself in my own experience about fear is that, um, I think fear, a lot of people like fear is bad. No, fear is good. Fear is like a guiding compass. Fear tells you exactly what you're supposed to do. And I mean, like, there's plenty of people to reference who have said the same thing. Carl Jung has written a lot of uh, documents, he's, a lot of articles and texts and whatnot, where he explains, like, like your, where, he says, where your fear is, there is your task. Fear is like a compass. It's telling you what to do. Mac Miller dropped some bars, <laughs> too, as well where he alluded to uh, to his own fears. I remember he said once in like an interview, he was like, like, man, like fear is nothing. I gotta like do the thing I'm afraid of to just show myself that I was tripping over nothing, which is essentially what fear is. <clears throat> fear tricks the brain 
just like anxiety tricks the brain too but i feel like with anxiety you get like a lot of like physical symptoms and things like that that are not practical you know like people have their heart races and you know restlessness things of that nature whereas fear is like I think something you could just point to, you're like, oh, I'm afraid of doing that. Where in most cases, you should be doing the thing you're afraid of. Right. I 100% agree with you. For me, it's whenever I feel some form of anxiety, I always ask myself, is this going to kill you? Mm-hmm. Like whether or not it's going up on stage and presenting or something like that, or presenting to your <laughs> boss, or i guess doing anything that might be that might induce anxiety like going out going out with your friends and talking to that talking to that girl at the bar (coughs) this kind of thing like why does it induce anxiety oh you really have to go back and ask yourself well why am i scared right now is this gonna fucking kill me if i go up to that if i go up to that girl in the bar and ask her how her day is going or if i go up or if i go up to my boss and i Tom, oh, I want to raise, like, what's, like, what's, like, the real fear there? Yeah, what's the real fear? And then, like, what's the worst that can happen as well? Like, um, like, exactly what you said is, like, I think one of the best ways to approach fear or anxiety is, like, kind of, like, break it down. Like, like, you're afraid of this big thing. Usually, like, we're afraid of something or, like, we're anxious about something because we've, like, built it up in our heads to be this big thing. Like, uh... I remember when I dropped out of school, my first program, like it was like a big thing. It was like, oh man, you know, like everyone makes it out to be a big thing, that sort of situation. But it's like, I dropped out and I just went on with my life. Like nothing, nothing happened, you know, in the grand scheme, in the grand scheme of things, it's very small. Yeah. Like your entire experience of your 80 some odd, 90 some odd years that you're here on this planet. Like it really is so small. You just got to break it down into like its component parts like what it's nothing you know like doing the presentation it's nothing you're just having a conversation with basically multiple people like several people in a room and even if you do go like even if the worst case scenario happens oh you embarrass yourself like so what so what yeah i remember i heard kobe talking (laughs) about this too like he was talking about like fear and he was he was talking about something similar where he said like break down your fears like break it down and he, he said he said pretty much the same thing he's like what's the worst that can happen you're embarrassed everyone sees you miss the shot so what have you you've been embarrassed before haven't you like what you know and all of those people like think about the, t- the amount of times that you've seen someone like quote unquote embarrass themselves like i don't think you're like oh like we forget what? about we it forget like, like in instantly five minutes i'm already thinking about the next thing or that or something involved something myself is involved with like i'm not thinking about oh that person's embarrassed strike or like they're like i'm not thinking about that that's the thing on the thing another thing about our culture too is that we move so fast that like that thing like that was like the story of the week you know like oh so and so embarrassed herself on stage we forget about it because the next thing happens you know so quickly and then another thing what you alluded to like though at the end of the day nobody really gives a shit and people could be like, oh, that's like, you could take it in the sense like, oh, that's hurtful. Nobody cares about me or whatever. But, or you could be like, nobody gives a shit. Like, this, this is good. This means, you know, like <laughs> exactly. live your life without fear, without anxiety of different things. I mean, personally, I really like that saying that nobody gives a fuck, like at the end mm-hmm. of the day, because it's, it's, it's also, it also goes hand in hand with your accomplishments, but also, also your shortcomings. Like at the end of the day, like no one's gonna give a fuck 
Like it, no one's gonna care enough. Maybe your family and your friends, like mm-hmm. to some extent, the people, the people that love you. But mm-hmm. you know, anyways, that those people aren't gonna judge you for your shortcomings or your accomplishments. Yeah, they're gonna see you out to who you are, exactly, and who yeah. you show yourself to be truly. Uh, but for the vast majority of people outside of that realm, like their peers or people they don't know, like honestly, who the fuck gives? Like who? Like. Who cares? Everybody's too focused on themselves. We're all so exactly. selfish, really. At the end of the day, I mean, that's that's a product of our uh, of our society at this point. Like with all the social media, we're just it constantly is. like, it's. I don't want to say it's narcissism, but it, it, to it's like some a, degree, it is. It is. It's, it's vanity to some degree. It's like, yeah. and there's nothing wrong with it. I don't you know. A little vanity is fun. But, I, yeah, but um, yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Vanity. That should be a good concept for a for a podcast or a nice one. You could turn anything into a podcast topic. Really. <laughs> I swear, it's just conversation. It's just point. conversation. It's just fun, you yeah. know. Man, I'm excited to have some some guests on as well. You yeah, know, like get different perspectives. At the end of the day, that's what it's about. I mean, like, yeah, for me, I don't have any expectations for who can come on or who can't come on. Like, I'm not looking mm. for like clout i don't care like, yeah right yeah. like i just i just want to have a conversation with someone and, and learn a perspective that i don't know of or like yeah i just learn something that i don't know at yeah. the end of the day like i could sit here and preach about oh like that i'm a smart person but I'm, i i we don't, don't have the answers I, I don't have the answers like i'm not Nobody i'm not i'm, I'm it's not like kanye yeah. said bro you don't have the answer sway you, yeah, don't, you, have don't, have, you don't have the answers <laughs> Kanye is a genius, bro. Yeah, he is a genius, why do, bro. Why do you think millennials look up to Kanye so much? Why do I think millennials like, look especially up to guys him? in our like age group in particular? Why, like, why Kanye? What's the allure? Well, I mean, everyone like, I talk to who are, who's in our age group, they all like Kanye. Well, I I don't know. For me personally, like I just think he's like a trailblazer. You know, like he's yeah. a genius. He like musically, um, he's like a renaissance man. Like he's doing like several different things to a high level. Um, I think his attitude as well is very important as yeah. well, like how he carries himself. Like, um, and I mean, like that's to go back to like the topic of like anxiety. Like he's, you know, Kanye has kind of cracked the code um, to the issue of anxiety and fear and things of that nature. Like, I mean, look at some of the things he does. He, you know, like some of the things he says. Like, I and and I remember I've wa- watching interviews. You know, and people have seen like the Netflix documentary. There's so many quotables. Well, I haven't seen that one yet. Oh yeah, I actually I've seen parts of it. I have seen parts of it. I should finish that. But I mean, like, in I saw an interview of him once where he was like, "Man, if uh, if I was to quit rapping today and say I want to be in the NBA to be a basketball player, I I'd, saw, I'd be I, in the NBA. I saw, I saw that shit. And then the the host, I think it was Charlie Rose or whatever. He was like, he was like, why would, he was like, why would you think that? And then without flinching, I shit you not, Yay is like because I believe I could do anything. You know, like like yeah. like not like serious. Like you know, it sounds like he's like being sarcastic or whatever. But he he genuinely like that belief system is so strong. His self identity is so strong, and I think that's another way, like to, to really tackle your anxieties and your fears. It's like when you, when you know yourself, when you feel good about yourself, and you know yourself because you've been through shit. Um, nothing else can touch you on the outside. When you're good on the inside, nothing on the outside can touch mm. you. And I think that's important is to solidify that inside, so the outside can't harm you. Yeah, always in every scenario. Yeah, absolutely. Like very true i mean like man i love bringing up rappers as examples just because they're such gangsters like they're ogs but like yo tupac yo tupac was an actor bro and Did like he start off as an actor 
Um, he did some theater work, I believe, in high school. He did like like Romeo and Juliet type shit. Like he was like like serious yeah, like yeah, yeah. style actor, and he used to get clown and shit. And I think that's probably why he went so hard into like the thug life like perspective. But um, because yeah, that's not conventionally gangster. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, like, like <laughs> yeah. But um, what, like when when he was when he got big into his acting and he was doing you know like Juice and all these different roles that he's well known for. Like he he was talking to people about um. Like how he can become like how he's such a good actor because he was a very good actor for his time and he one of the things he mentioned was like like I just I know myself so well that I could like be these other characters like you know what I mean and like I know myself like I can go back to myself like you know like because he's so comfortable with himself and so he like he knows himself so mm. like for him it was like going in and out of like these different characters or whatever and he's then like he's like acts essentially yeah a little bit. I think a lot of actors, you know, actors are a good example of like people who face their anxieties, you know, some of them have like issues and things like that, but yeah. for that 60 minutes or whatever they're on screen, they're, um, they're, you know, they, they're like the face of, they're what you're watching on the TV and they're, they can be any character that they want to be. Do you think actors are, do you think, okay, this is a kind of a trippy question. Um, so do you think actors are acting as themselves outside of their roles, outside of movies? Outside of movies? Yeah. So, like, I, I do you think so. they're acting? Like, they're putting on, like, a persona. Like, when you look at The oh. Rock, like, everyone views him as being, like... He's The Rock. The Rock. Not yeah. Dwayne Johnson. Not The Rock. But, so, like, on Instagram or, like, every avenue that we look at The Rock, like, do you think he's just playing and he's just acting, essentially? I think... Because, I mean, we can, like... The media isn't showing us the real picture ever. For sure, that's so it's, thing. It's, it's essentially one long movie. Yeah, yeah. So these actors are effectively acting on screen well, and acting off screen. I don't think when they go home and they close their eyes at night, they're probably not <laughs> thinking about all the things that we think that they're thinking about. Like yeah, the exactly. Rock is not going to sleep thinking about like pumping iron <laughs> when when he wakes up. Like yeah. there's no way in hell he has like a fucking life. He has a family. He has like for sure he's a normal person yeah. at the end of the day. I think like a lot of actors, I think they can probably separate themselves from their characters and whatnot. But like in the special case of the, the I think the Rock, you brought him up is like a special case. I feel like he's like merged the two, two personas of the Rock and Dwayne Johnson. Like Dwayne Johnson is the Rock, you know. Like he's like you know because he's been doing it so long and like we know him, you know. But we just know him through the through the media that we but can all, only know him through. Yeah, but I mean like he really he really puts himself out there. Like I don't yeah. think the rock is acting like the I think that's genuinely his persona a little bit. You um, think you think he goes to sleep and thinks about working out the No, not not to like not serious. <laughs> okay, no, cuz that's just like kind of a caricature. Yeah, that, but that's what I mean. I don't, these these actors that, are uh, these actors are caricaturizing themselves through on media like Okay. They, uh, that's what I'm saying. Okay. If you really think about it, that's yeah. that's what they're doing. But like I don't think to that degree. Maybe though. not to that degree, but like, I like that's like you, like meme meme level meme. of caricature. <laughs> How do I meme myself so I can go viral? <laughs> I swear that works. That's, like think about have you seen Andrew Tate? Uh I have not seen him, but I've heard uh like I've heard what he's known for supposedly. You've never seen a you've I, never seen I an actually Andrew haven't. Tate I didn't really care enough to be honest. That guy, that guy hundred percent is a caricature yeah. of himself. Because he says the most extreme things on, on just to on get video, attention. But it gets him so much attention. Yeah. And virality through that. Well that I'm, like he's essentially a meme lord. He 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 is essentially a meme. There's no such thing as bad publicity, bro. That's yeah. what I always say. 
But like, yo, that's the culture we and live in. And he is a meme. He is a meme. Let's be real. That's the as culture soon as he got, we live in. As soon as he got banned from the internet, like he was no longer a meme. Yeah. But, like, but no, but he still has notoriety. Isn't he still like doing things to certain Yeah, degree? yeah, he is. You know, because he's like a well-known, like people know he's literally a household name in like two weeks span. People like, trust him. Trust it? Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is... That's I don't. I, I also don't think that that's good. Yeah. Because all he is is a guy on the internet. Yeah, like, that's dangerous. You, you that's can't dangerous. you can't trust everything on the and even this conversation right now. Like I'm not I'm not asking any of the listeners to trust my opinion. Like what I say is should be and should always be a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. Like like nothing, everything we see, whether good or bad for quote good or bad for us on the internet, take it as should you will. be taken you as a grain of salt. I, I I think that it would be horrible to trust anyone fully on the internet oh of course yeah the only person i trust 100 percent of the time is myself you yeah. know like, exactly like, exactly i'm not like take it as a grain of salt you know come to your own conclusions live your own life to the best of your abilities yeah yeah that's that's a crazy thought though actors being actors outside of their acting role pretty well, meta. that's method acting bro that's pretty meta though <laughs> that is pretty meta eh? yeah <laughs> yeah this uh podcast is sponsored by coffee but we won't tell you where we got the coffee oh, okay I guess bro we're, we're not getting paid i'm not gonna buy this a coffee name well, how, how do you know that they're not gonna call us like you know when this blows up and they're like yo we want to sponsor you has free free coffee for a year for flow glow and grow that would be awesome <laughs> that's why we're doing this at the end of the day i just want free coffee yeah <laughs> <laughs> Coffee is getting expensive nowadays. Eh? Oh, everything's getting expensive. It's a different podcast. The, episode. Other, the other day I spent six bucks on a coffee. Jeez, bro. I, think about how like nuts that is. They're trying to rinse you, bro. It's two shots of espresso and water. It's an Americano. Bro, like getting back to like the topic of trust, bro. Like why can they charge that much? Because we trust them. We trust, we trust Starbucks, bro. We trust the logo, the we brand. We trust the brand. Yo, I trust I trust this particular coffee brand to fuel me for the day, bro. Yeah. Like people like stick to their brands it, and shit. It is a staple. When you be, see someone walking around with a Starbucks cup, it's kind of like It's a, kind of iconic, bro. It is an it's like an iconic. Like you're not trying to walk around with it. Isn't that interesting like the Tim Hortons of cup. like like this logo? Like why does it like it just sticks, you know? Like, why do we why do we trust that brand, like, to that degree, you know? It's because we trust seen... different brands and different corporations with different things in our lives, you know? I, I think it has to do with, like... When you can be just self-sufficient. Why yeah. can't you be self-sufficient on your own? I mean, yeah, I'm like, trying. Like I'm make, guilty. Like, make your own coffee? Yeah, like, make your own coffee, yeah. Yeah, that's probably yeah. the best. That's probably, that's probably the, best, like the yeah. best way to deal with that. Because like at the end of the day, if you had your own coffee in a mug and you and you walked around the, the office and someone asked you like, Yo, which brand of coffee is that? And you're like, it's mine. It's my own brand. <laughs> that would be kind of crazy. <laughs> that would be crazy. Yo, and that's how probably Starbucks started. You know, like they were like like whoever, I for, I, whoever started the company. I can't remember his name, but um, like yeah, at one point they were probably like, yo, all the coffee on the market here is trash, bro. I'm gonna make my own coffee and then. Eventually, you make a logo and it, it pops off, you know, and then people start trusting you, trusting your brand. I think it has a lot to do with um, how long a particular company has been in their industry. That helps. That helps. That like, helps. Like, you have to have a quality sen- yeah, product, seniority. Like, like if this coffee was shit, no one would pay. Like it's it's good coffee. I mean, it's coffee. <laughs> it's I like know, coffee. But... Like if you if you gave me, I know it's gonna sound so stupid, but if you gave me. St- 
Tim Hortons in a Starbucks cup, I would think like, oh, this is. Starbucks you don't think coffee. you? Know, I think yeah, yeah. I, I, that's what I mean. I could tell. I think you could tell the difference between Starbucks and Tim Hortons coffee. They're like different qualities of coffee. Yeah, it's true. They use different beans, if I'm not wrong. I, 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 I would actually be able, don't know. Yeah, they do. Uh, I would be able to tell the difference because I know, I, I know what Starbucks coffee tastes. Honestly, Starbucks coffee isn't that great. It's the brand. It's not that great. That exactly. It's Yo, the that's brand. The it's branding. not that. It's not that good. Of You're coffee. trusting that brand for it with your coffee, bro. You're trusting like in like you know the same way you walk around with a Starbucks cup. And you're like I drink Starbucks. Like you're trusting because Starbucks is like higher class coffee, yeah. quote unquote, for lack of a better term. You're like you're trusting that with like part of your identity when you go out in the day. You know like how you wear clothes and stuff. You're like oh I wear Gucci, bro. You're trusting Gucci to make uh, to be part of your identity mm. bro, when you break it down. Damn, <laughs> that is pretty <laughs> profound. Like how we identify with the brands that we wear at this point, or the car that we drive. We're like the it's the car. That's another good example. Why do like I see people like like I love my car. I don't drive like a fancy car. I drive a great car, but I don't drive like a fancy car or nothing. But like even if I if you I was, had the money, would you drive a fancy car? No, I don't think I would need to. Like I would drive like that money could be put to better use. Like because my car checks all my boxes. My current vehicle. My current I agree. My I agree. And my, my vehicle. Anything is more new. is like yeah. overkill, bro. Yeah, I agree. I have a, I have like a similar car situation as mm-hmm. you. It checks off all the boxes. It's it's a great car. It's good on gas. It looks good too. It's new. It looks good. But because I'm so influenced by the branding outside of my what my car is, for instance, BMW, I'm very. There's an alluring like. Hey, don't get me wrong. I love fancy yeah. cars i love nice cars you know like i was looking at a porsche the other day whatnot you know like it, but I, I i know i don't need it like practically speaking yeah like, you know i can get away i can get around that i can get around falling for that kind of consumerist trap you think you'd be able to get a like you think you'd be able to dodge that allure if you had mo- like more um it depends like more money to, if you had money to spend on a car like that oh i mean like if i had money to spend and then i'd have then some over then why the fuck not but like if i'm playing the game like more strategically and whatnot i'd be like you know just keep my car like and then put that money to something like that'd be more beneficial in my life i don't know maybe maybe i'll quit my job bro and travel the world for like six months yeah or i mean you know? at that point you're probably not even working a normal job some, <laughs> yeah in some right ways. You know? Kind of working on your own time, and then that's the that's the trap of like <coughs> trusting these trusting brands too much, and uh, giving into consumerism and shit. Is that like concrete slippers? That's what they call it, bro. Like you, your lifestyle inflation, you go you you move up so high, you know, you keeping up with the Joneses and whatnot, and then you're flying so high, and then you realize shit, I'm not flying, I'm sinking, bro. I'm trapped. Mm. I'm trapped in this lifestyle that I need to work this job that I might not like. To keep this lifestyle going. If I take anything less, I'll blow the whole thing up. I'm yeah, gonna yeah. It's because we like, try. we kind of entrap ourselves. Because as soon as you get a job, you're like, oh, I can get a car. That's yeah, an expense. Because it's a, natural, it's a yeah. natural thing. It's like, I just made more money. Of course I'm going to spend my money. And, and, and what that does to you is it kind of locks you up a bit. Because now you have to make money. Exactly. In order to afford that luxury that you like previously purchased with money that wasn't yours. Exactly. So it's like, it's kind of an entrapment in that sense. It is. Because like, yo. But that's what's the, what the culture wants, bro. Yeah. Because that's why we have advertising, consumer advertising. Yeah. And, you know, music videos and commercials and all this media and stuff that's trying to get you to buy. Yeah. Because they know that like I think 99% that, of people are like, 
are they get a raise, they're gonna spend that on right, you know? right. I think that's why like the price of housing is pretty much at this point not affordable for people our age because of like the fact that we've we've gotten that's a macro scale necessity yeah but we've gotten so like well it's how made, society has changed over time is it, it it's made us have more micro necessities than than a macro necessity okay if that makes sense so we have to that? we have to afford a phone yeah, we have to afford a car we have to phone all these other afford all these other expenses like your spotify bill if you have photoshop you could live without some of these you, things you don't realistically need, like, like at a macro scale like compared to a house right. i don't a need a car phone really and other things to, to live really yeah you don't really need a fucking phone, but because we have so many of these micro micro expenses that, for instance, 30, 40 years ago, mm-hmm. they didn't have those expenses. Yeah. They, true. like, the only thing that they'd work towards is getting a house or getting a car. For us, we have so many micro expenses. Like, yeah. yo, I have to afford a, I have to afford my phone bill. I have to afford my phone. I have to afford, like, uh, my Adobe Photoshop uh, yeah, subscription. subscriptions, Netflix, to, Netflix, Spotify, Spotify, because I like listening to music. It's true. So it's like, man, like the entrapment is actually like it's really, real. It's real. The entrapment bro. is real. It's real deep, bro. I'm telling you, it's not just like, it's not just like one thing. It's and not like just a house luxury or a car. goods either. You know, like, it's, it's, it's like, like your phone, right? It's everything. And that's why I feel like we have a very different lifestyle. That is than, true too. That's a very good than perspective. Than people who are, people yeah, people about. who are like are, are the generation before us. Yeah. So it's like, or the I would say the two generations before us, not even the generation before us, they have houses and shit. So for us, it's like, it's just like an interesting space because we're not, mm-hmm. I'm not personally, I'm not worried about buying a house anytime soon. Like I, there's, there's absolutely no way with the lifestyle I have and what I have to afford and all these other things at this point in my life, like thinking about a house is insane. Man, I feel like the way the housing market is, like in the way like economically things are set up for young working people, um, I think like it kind of forces you to be a little creative. Like I'm not necessarily like, of course, I want to own my own place eventually, but I think um, I don't know. I've been thinking of like alternative ways of living. You know, like minimalist type lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Living on the road in RV. Like you know, like Bro, we went on that trip. You adapt. Last year. You adapt yeah. to it. That's the thing. Like whatever lifestyle is set, like set for you at that moment, you're gonna adapt you in have order. To adapt. In order, yeah, in order to sort of otherwise like, you just stay stuck. Ju- yeah, or justify your your sanity, justify your your happiness, because mm-hmm. obviously you're not gonna compromise those things. Mm-hmm. So you have to like adapt. Okay, like. The idea, for instance, for some for someone, the idea of never being able to afford a house might push them on the in the direction of, okay, well, I can have an RV that I can live in, mm-hmm. and at least I have a place that I can call home, and it's a it's just simply an RV. Like that's more that's more of a attainable outcome than ever affording a house for some people. Yeah. So it's like you don't have to you don't have to live the same lifestyle as everyone else. You got to be like you know find whatever works for you. Like yeah. as niche as it even might be, like some people might be like the fuck an RV. I want to live in my car or whatever, you know. Yeah. But that could work, you know, depending on yeah, yeah. Your it's it's yeah. So what what pushed you in that direction of like wanting to live in an RV? Um. Well, I mean, it's just an idea, but I like yo when we went on that trip. Uh, last fall like, yeah, like we just pretty much living on the road for like a week bro going from province to province and i just thought that was sick i was like bro i could live like this you know like why don't you get like a nice rv or whatever like where you could live in like 
and dude the world is your oyster kind of at that point like yeah you know i, I don't feel like living here I, i'm gonna move would, on to the next place it would have to be somewhere warm for me like i oh definitely if, if i was on the west definitely. coast like having an rv oh, would going be, up and down through california like yeah. that's ooh, that's a dream right there do you i follow this influencer his name is jesse wellens okay and he like he did that for a while. I think really? I don't know if he's doing it now still. That's sick. But yeah, he lived out in his RV with his dog. Cool. And it's actually kind of getting... It was a sprinter too. So really? It, was cool. it wasn't even like an RV. Yo, Matthew McConaughey did the same thing. Actually, I read that in his memoir. He did the same thing after he first broke into acting. He went on like a two-year period where it was just him and his dog like in an RV. So he's like living this like kind of same lifestyle, like in a warm kind of climate. I think it might have been California as well. So it's definitely it's definitely possible. That's very cool. Matthew McConaughey is such an interesting like figure. Oh, he's yeah, he's great. He's a he's funny. Yeah. Um, I remember he was on this HBO show, True Detective. True Detective. That was a bomb show. That was so good. <laughs> where where did the hype go for that show? Because I remember it was so hype, and then all of a sudden the hype died. I think it was with the second season. They didn't have Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, that's exactly. It was yeah, literally yeah, Matthew McConaughey. It, yeah, chain smoking throughout that entire fucking and season. and having like existential crises <laughs> like on your TV screen, and you're just oh like, my God, "What the I fuck missed, did you say, Matthew McConaughey?" I missed that fucking era, dude. That yeah. era was so. Joke. That's good television, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I don't know what happened to like HBO specials and and like shows. I don't even. What's I don't even good keep, on like, HBO right now. I don't know. I guess it's like the. It's more like like because everything's like streaming services now. Yeah. Like Prime, Prime is pretty good. You know, Netflix. Dude, are you watching anything right now? Um, shit, I was watching a show. Honestly, the only thing I'm watching right now is I gotta finish Atlanta. I'm behind on the last season came out. Don, that's Donald Glover's show, Childish Gambino. Oh yeah, that's a smart show about as that well. One. I heard them. Yeah, about that one. So what's like Charlie Gambino is kind of just doing his own thing now too, which Yo, is kind of interesting. That's another guy who's like I would put in the same category as like Kanye West, like in yeah. terms of like, he, like you said, he's just doing different things. Like he was he's an a actor and an actor, and he's on TV show, and now. he's he's sick at all of them. Yeah, he, yo, he's a comedian too. Actually, he's yeah, he's, done, he's, he's done stand up. He's a really good song. Like he's a really good artist when it, like yeah. musical artist. He's an insane actor. Like yeah. him acting on uh, Community. Community's a classic. Was like, man. yeah, he's a like it's classic. Yeah. And um, I guess as a director, I haven't watched any of Atlanta in particular. It's, so I have. It's a really smart show. There's, <laughs> like, I'm even laughing thinking about some scenes that I that I remember. But it's a really it's a unique show. It's a one of a kind show. So I would say. so does he. Does he, like he when you say he owns the show? Does does that mean like he it's directs? his idea? Like it's created by him. Oh, I it's see. It's like from his mind. Like he's created the show. So, but he, he also acts on it too. He does. He does. Yeah, he's he's one of the main characters on the show as well. Oh, yeah. I see. I see. Yeah, yo, shout out to you. You've been watching the, the latest season of Atlanta. It's the last season yeah. too. I gotta watch that. It's the last season. It's the last. How season, many seasons yeah. were? There's four. There's the fourth season. Oh, okay. Yeah, and there's some oh man, and there's so many good character, good actors that uh come out of that show. Yo, do you know Zazie Beats? She no. was on. She played um, uh, the girl who lived in the apartment in Joker. You remember the movie Joker? Like, have you seen that? Oh she's, yeah, yeah. She's yeah, the yeah. the lady in the apartment that he almost kills in that movie. Yeah. Uh, sorry if I spoiled anything, but um, <laughs> it's been like four years, guys. Come on, you should have yeah, yeah, seen like... that movie by now, bro. No excuses. 
Um, but yeah, she came out of it. She's a good act actress. She was also in Deadpool. Yo, do you know Lakeith Stanfield? I don't know these names. Oh, Maybe I know a face of the name. When oh, you I'm mentioned sure you that last, yeah, that last uh, actress. I was I, I put a face to the name. Yeah. After you, Lakeith Stanfield is great though. He's funny as fuck. Um, I don't know. Yeah. So there's a lot of good talent that's come from that show. Yeah. So. That, and that's what like a creative guy, like like a creative genius, I would say, like Childish Gambino does. He only works with like the best of the best. Like it's the same thing with Kanye. Like the thing that gets me about Kanye is that he knows he only works with the best of the best. First of all, like he literally said, like the most genius thing about the way I create is to create with other geniuses. But it's the way he, I feel like he can take other people's talents. Like he's directing them or motivating them or inspiring them in some way. He can take their talents and maximize their potential even better than they could of their own talents. Like Kid mm -hmm. Cudi, for example. Like he kind of made Kid Cudi, like, uh, like if you want to debate that, but he kind of made Kid Cudi, like he took like what was unique and great about Kid Cudi and he kind of like expanded it on his own records and shit. That I feel like in some ways Kid Cudi couldn't quite match to the same degree on his own solo projects. That's just one example, but like, yeah, that's how Childish Gambino kind of operates too in that same kind of lane. You think as, you said as a Kanye or as a Kid yeah. Cudi? Oh, no, as a, like, I think Childish Gambino and Kanye West are like in the same lane as creatives, like the way they operate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In some ways. Yeah. Man, Kid Cudi is a great artist too. I, I remember when Kid Cudi like first was doing his thing. Yeah. With Day and Night, of course. I remember when Day and Night came That's out. That's a classic. That's literally. And then he did a song with Common and Kanye. Ooh, Make her say with the lady, with the lady, lady Gaga. Gaga yo, that was so hard. That still goes hard today. I know. Like, I still. It still, still shows. It still shows up on my like recommended on YouTube or like Spotify. That's a classic. There's so many iconic bars in that. Hold up, Bona 88. How old is that? Old oh, enough. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, what a great life. Yeah. I'm getting brain in the library. Yo, I, I was gonna knowledge. say that next. That That's was iconic so, as fuck. When I heard that, I was like a little kid. I was yeah. like, yeah, bro. I was like, whoa, uh, did he just say that, man? That's a fucking Google that shit. <laughs> like, what does brain mean? That's funny. Uh, so fucking jokes. Then, yeah, but I, I have to agree, like, there are certain creative geniuses out there that are just beyond what regular people are able to conceive. Like, yeah. I'm sure Kanye is already thinking of things that are outside of the realm or outside of the scope of what other people are thinking about day to day. Yeah. Like, he's achieved a level within himself, like, because he's a, he's a billionaire, you know, he, mm -hmm. he has all this success, and he has a family, and these kind of things, like, he's done everything. Yeah. That he's at a point where he's not thinking about what everyone else is thinking about. Oh, like, for course. us, we're thinking about yeah. bills, we're thinking about, yeah. you know, how to, like, uh, I don't know, like, going to the gym, like, how to talk you know, to... thinking about what talk people to think of girls, me, you know, you know that, that type Kanye of is not worried about any of those things. Like, I he think, has friends, he has a, he, he, he has access to, like... But I think it's also, like, I think it's... His, for him, it's like he's innately that confident. And because he's innately confident, he achieves most things he sets out to. And because he achieves most things he sets out to do, like that builds, like when you accomplish shit, you're like, yo, I'm the but shit. But when he started out, I'm the shit, bro. When he started out, I, I think there was a part of him that was still insecure. 
Yeah. Like, well, you have to get over that first hump, yeah. I feel like, to be, like, ultra successful. Like, where, like, everybody has doubts and shit. Like, when right. you're trying to, like, hit a goal. It's a hero's journey, man. Yeah, exactly. He's, hero's he's, journey. He's living, he's living proof of that journey because... Yo, classic story structure, bro. Star yeah. Wars. Star Wars. <laughs> That's a hero's Kanye's journey, too, bro. Yo, he references Wars. Star Wars quite a bit, too. He's, like, low-key yeah. a nerd, bro. Yeah. Like, he rep- yo, he, watch- yo, he watches um, Akira. Is it Akira? There's, like, this really... Japanese uh, anime movie that he's like a really big fan of. But like he's like the nerdiest nerd low key. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah. That's that's dope that he references Star Wars. Yeah. He's like the Jedi. I, saw, yo, I, saw, <laughs> I think he views himself as for sure he views himself as, Jedi, as a Jedi. Bro, Jedi we should all do bro. that though. Like we should all take notes for how Kanye is kind of going about his life. Obviously to not the scale you're like Kanye. <laughs> like no because like no one will ever I mean not to say that I don't want to make all his mistakes like it's I'll, it's, I'll learn from those it's rather <laughs> rare that you see someone reach the success that Kanye has oh absolutely has achieved for himself I don't think he gets enough respect sometimes to be honest with you man like in terms of what like people I feel like he's one of those artists or celebrities or whatever that when they pass when their life is over we're gonna be like damn we just lost him like you know like Michael Jackson level like honestly, where you're like, fuck, Michael Jackson left like such a huge impact and did so many things in his life. He had a hard life. Yeah, he had a hard life. He, have you have you like read up on the rumors of his life and shit? Like, um, I don't know a lot of the details, but I mean, like, I know, like, of course, he was in the Jackson Five. Like, he grew yeah. up in like that, like, like an entertainment family, you know, like where he was doing entertainment for like a long time when he was really young. Yeah. That that can't so a lot be of pressure, that can't know? be good and like I don't know I've read stuff that suggests that he was abused growing up that kind of thing that led him down like a path of or he was he was an artist but he was kind that's, of forced into it yeah that's what happens a lot yeah. of the time you know and that leads to thing like abuse you know and like child actors things like that yeah. you know like child actors like more times than not they end up kind of messed up. And, uh, yeah, it's that kind of environment, you know, like, you know, yeah. show business environment, you know, that leads to... It's, it's honestly, like, every environment things. for a kid. If you think about, like, having such hard people around you just forcing you in a box your entire life without giving you the free will to kind of push back or say, well, like, today I don't want to fucking act, or, like, or today I don't want to yeah. sing, or, like, I just want to chill and be a kid. Yeah. Like, that's these, the thing these they don't actors have yeah these these child these childhood actors or these these people in general just yeah. people getting forced into that box by their by their parents or peers outside of them you know that's going to fuck up somebody that's going to fuck up a kid for sure for sure cuz you're going to wait you're going to you're going to wake up one, one day as a, as like an adult and realize like okay i've been listening to people my entire life fuck everybody i'm going to do my own thing and they go down a path that's like yeah exactly like a, not not so great for the most part maybe they're doing drugs and stuff like that kind of fucks up like a person yeah and it's not healthy man but the trade-off of that is that like you more times than not like you end up like world-class like level at something yeah of course you know like michael jackson's probably not michael jackson unless he spent that time you know as a kid you know in the jackson five whatever like you know, like Tiger Woods is not Tiger Woods, and like he went through some shit with in his childhood too. He's not Tiger Woods unless he goes through that. So that's the trade off, you know, for your kid. It's like, I guess, like you potentially become world class or something, but then you might not have the healthiest lifestyle. Anymore, yeah, you know. And I mean, like that's the thing. Human beings are we're not machines, bro. Like we can be like exceptional at something, but um, 
you know, we need, you need to pause every now and then, you know, can't, you can't, we we can't live like that, you know, need free roam, free, free range of expression. Yeah, it's true. We're like, we're vulnerable at the end of the day too. Yeah. Like despite how, how many people want to portray themselves as being invulnerable, I feel like that's a pretty unrealistic response about about being a human, you know, like yeah. at the end of the day, as a human, you have to kind of realize, yeah, like you're you have vulnerabilities yeah. that that are just a makeup of you being human, you know, Absolutely. basically a bag of bones and meat. Absolutely, with, yeah. with blood inside, like that's essentially yeah. what we are, and and we just so happen to have a brain. Yeah, and you know, I mean, so our culture is so workaholic too that, like, you know, sometimes people forget that. You know, that's yeah. why burnout happens. Shit like that happens. Yeah. You know, we don't take the. You time. need rest. You know, yeah. like you need a break. Like physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. You know, sometimes you just need a break from shit, bro. That's why I don't like this whole like grind till you till you make it mentality. I feel like it's so. It's cool. dangerous. It's dangerous. It's helpful to a certain degree because you want to be ambitious and achieve certain things, but. At, if you take it too far, like most things, like it's not good for you. Yeah. Uh, it's funny. I just watched. I just watched a podcast this morning. Actually, it was you know H three H three the, the yeah, podcast I do, I do, with yeah. Ethan Klein and yeah, yeah. Have you ever watched Hassan Abi? No, Hassan I have Oh, Hassan Piker. I know Hassan. I, Piker. You know Hassan Piker. Piker then. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. do know Hassan Piker. Have you watched any of his like streams or anything? Um, not recently. Okay, so I think the new, if I'm not mistaken, I don't keep up with H3H3 H3 podcast, just an FYI. Okay. Just what I saw, it was <laughs> it was uh, Ethan Klein, so H3H3, H3, and Hassan Piker was on there. So I'm assuming that they're doing H3H3 H3 together. Okay, that's and, cool. So he had this, um, so they had this guy named Liver King on their podcast. I know Liver King. You know King. Liver King? Yeah, I know Liver King. Okay, so it was just like an interesting podcast because... On one end, you have someone who's someone who's not extreme in any in any in any case. That being Ethan, like he he doesn't really care about his nutrition. He doesn't okay. really care about like health, being healthy. At least on the health spectrum, he doesn't really care about those things. And then you have Liver King, this like extreme guy who really cares about his nutrition, his health, his like his frame his physique that this kind of thing and they're just having this conversation from two different like what are they talking about like health yeah so ethan is just like a meme lord so he's he's essentially a troll so he he'll just like ask he'll just kind of poke fun at liver king in like subtle ways like he'll be like he asked liver king how he how he like fucks his wife (laughs) which is such an insane (laughs) even in any circumstance that's a weird that's a weird question to ask anybody there's not many scenarios where you could just throw that question yeah at someone. <laughs> and and then liver king's response was like don't ever talk about my wife in that context <laughs> in like the most serious manner really so it's like on one end someone who's like really like lax and yeah, is a meme yeah. lord and then on the other end it's this guy who's like a fucking alpha jock who's just not trying to take it from that's any- such a conflict of personality like. <laughs> it's, it's just so interesting that we conflict live in a world interest. where that like those conversations happen between like two people who are just I think that's completely good. different. It's good, of it's course. Good. Of course, it's good. Yeah, that's amazing. But that's I awesome. personally I don't I don't agree with like one spectrum or the other spectrum like of whether or not being extremely like extreme what? Like, extremely like like uh just healthy or extreme okay. extreme at anything. 
yeah. versus just not super nonchalant Yo, in anything you do. Burnout is yeah. burnout's a real thing, bro. I've experienced it. Like going if you're going really extreme, you'll bur- yeah, you'll burn out. Like mentally, and like stuff, I don't know how Liver King so does it. I don't know how he how he's able to keep up with the quote lifestyle he has. Like he. You you heard about him? He eats like I know, yeah, raw, I know his lifestyle, raw yeah. meat, raw liver. He works out every day. How how is he able to? Some people are just driven like that. that or built like that. He preaches about this thing called the ancestral tenants. What's that all about? So his ancestral tenant number one is like eat liver, and then like so he like eats liver like raw animal liver. Yeah, almost every day. Like I, I love liver, and I kind of look, I look up to Liver King as a, as an influencer. Like I follow him and stuff. Yeah. But like to do that every day is insane. Like, th- th- will he not burn out? That's like, like discipline. I don't know, man. It's, I don't know if that's discipline. I think this guy is just insane. He has. That's to be, also a possibility. As he's just crazy, bro. Like he doesn't ever want to just sit down and have a piece of cake. Like, to him, that's probably insane for him. But I guess. I don't know how long he can hold that hold that because hold that persona on because like even with me going to the gym like sometimes is that I'm a persona just, though or is like is that him though like he's just being himself and it just happens to like get Man, go viral like he then he must have a really extreme personality yeah because that is a lot to be yeah maybe he's not faking maybe that's that's him you know good for him then <laughs> holy <laughs> I see I see I see life a little bit too lightheartedly to ever like become like that yeah because because to me i'm just like oh well we have a good time on this planet and then it's like peace out to the next yeah i think when i was younger i used to be more like not to that degree liver king but i mean like super super hardcore discipline you know like where i'm like really focused and shit like that but um not to say i'm not focused but like now like i see like the value of like just idleness, you know, just yeah. just going with the flow more so. Yeah, I agree. When you're young, I think especially society kind of makes you think that you have to be in a rush for things when you don't really have to. Like you just got to ride the waves of life, you know, a little bit and keep your balance, you know, and yeah. then you'll eventually get to where you're trying to get to. It's like surfing the waves of life. Seriously, man. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. How long have we been on this podcast? 45 minutes. Wow. Yeah, it's a good first show back. It's a, honestly, it's a good. It's, it's a, good to be back. It's good to be back. That's for sure. That's for sure. Today yeah. we had a great conversation. Actually, it's one of the probably I at least I feel like one of the better discussions we had on for this podcast. Sure. Yeah, yeah. It's where it's good. not like oh we're working out outside or like I do like those. I, I like I like when like, we're yeah. moving a little bit, yeah. but this is cool too. You yeah. know, we can still have real talks. Uh huh. Um, and yo, if you guys got any suggestions for any topics, like open discussion. Yeah, like, open I'm discussion. Really interested in talking about most things. Like, yeah, anything. Really. And we have an Instagram now. We kind of like are trying to get going too. So yeah. if you guys are interested, and if you enjoyed this content, leave leave us a comment. Yeah, leave us a comment, and also follow us on uh, Instagram. It's Flow Glow Grow Podcast. The one and only. Yeah. The one and only, and you'll and you'll find like some of the content that I'm personally trying to push as well. Mm-hmm. Um, um, it's just like motivational quotes, quotes that I, that yeah. I've, we're just in the game of trying to yeah. be better, like, yeah. you know, at all things in life, you know, yeah. like, and, and understand the world better purpose yeah. and understanding yourself, you know, yeah. those kinds of ideals. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. it's been nice. This is your co-host slash host. 
Adam. It's been a slice. This is your co-host slash host, Justin. Hey, and don't forget to flow, glow, and grow. And check out our socials. Each and every day. Each and every day. All right. All right. Bye. Peace.